Welcome to the Spectator PM podcast. I'm your host, Aubrey Gulick, and today I'm joined by Ellie Gardy. As always, we are going to be talking a little bit about California and Governor Newsom. Um, recently, California's Legislative Analyst's Office came out with a rather shocking number um, for California's shortfall. Uh, originally, the shortfall, which um, from what I understand is the difference between what the state is receiving in taxes and what it's spending, initially it was like $58 billion, and it's now $73 billion, um, and all of that has happened under Gavin Newsom's watch. So, Ellie, tell us a little bit about this story and how California got here. Yes, Newsom got very bad news last week with that $73 billion number. That is a huge number. California has serious fiscal problems because of Gavin Newsom's spending, and uh, it's going to take a lot to fix that. But Gavin Newsom wants to live outside of reality, and you know he's saying, oh, no, it's just uh, $38 billion, or it's, it's not $73 billion. So that's going to be a bit of a problem when it comes out that, yes, this actually is a $73 billion fiscal disaster he's facing, and he's going to have to make cuts, and it is going to be painful because he's going to have to pull back all the ridiculous spending projects that he put in place and that progressives love, and now all those constituents are going to be displeased when he necessarily has to pull back on them. Um so yeah, $73 billion is a lot. So for comparison, Virginia's total budget for fiscal year 2024 is $80 billion. Wow. So, <laughs> this is a lot of money that they are missing out on. And so the budget agreement for the 2023 to 2024 fiscal year calls for $225 billion in spending. Okay, well, you know, they're not going to have enough money to do that. Um, and so in order to make up the difference, Newsom is turning to a variety of strategies, none of which is serious cutting. You know, there's been a couple cutting things he's mentioned that he's, you know, he's committed to, but for the most part, he's just trying to maneuver around to avoid reality as much as possible. Um, so in one case, he wants to allow schools to keep $8 billion of cash without recognizing the budgetary impact of those payments, basically just like accounting little tricks to try to get away with the fact that they're completely over budget. Um, and also he wants to take money from the state's reserves. Mm. And so the problem with taking money from the reserves is that California is not actually in an economic crisis right now. So the reserves are supposed to be for an economic crisis. And so what do you think is going to happen when we actually do have an economic downturn and California has no money less left in its reserves? It's just going to have to yank back school funding and critical service funding. So eventually the bill will come due in California. So what are like some of the I don't know. One some some of the things that Newsom has been spending money on. You talked about a, like a bit how he's he's putting exorbitant funds towards like different you know liberal projects. What are some of those projects? 
Yeah, so from the beginning of his governorship, Newsom immediately signaled that he was going to be a progressive in terms of spending, that he was going to not follow fiscal restraint. So Jerry Brown was known for exercising uh, fiscal restraint. He was the governor of California prior to Newsom. You know, he was a progressive as well, but he was always concerned about balancing the budget and making sure to put money in the reserves and knowing that, you know, California needed to be prepared in case of an economic downturn, uh, especially because this, the state gets a lot of its tax money from those who make the most money. Uh, those are really high earners. And high earners have, um, when there's an economic downturn, their earnings go down a lot. So the state's tax system makes it really vulnerable to uh, recessions. And so that's why it's always important in California for them to have reserves uh, in case of those situations. So from the beginning, Newsom has said, oh, you know, I'm not going to be worried about that. I'm going to make my focus increasing spending on a bunch of projects. So he, you know, at the beginning of his governorship, gave $9 million in a gift to public pensions because they were not stable and not going to make it. And so he just gave them a gift, basically, to all the unions. So they love him now. Um, <laughs> yeah. Provided free health insurance to illegal immigrants. He has spent over $50 billion on climate projects, um, which that is actually a place where he turned to to decrease spending um, when he got completely overheated. Um, and then in terms of fighting homelessness, he spent billions and billions of dollars, well over $10 billion. Uh, but the problem is that his policies to fight homelessness actually make things worse. So that has been lighting money on fire. Uh, he's also spent billions of dollars to increase the number of therapists in schools. Um, I think we talked about this a few episodes ago. It turns out that giving children therapists is often more harmful than helpful, but he spent money on that. Um, and then are you also familiar with the uh, bullet train to nowhere, essentially, that uh, high-speed train that California has been trying to develop, but that has turned into uh, just the expenses are mounting by the day to the tunes of, mm -hmm. tune of uh, tens and tens and tens of billions of dollars. So, He's also spent money on that wasteful project. So all of that has culminated in the problem that California is now facing. Right. And, so. you know, interestingly, there was actually a recall effort is being launched by the same group that had the previous recall effort. And one of the top items that they're citing as a reason for the recall is this budget shortfall and the fiscal situation that Newsom has put California in. Wow. And as they should. So this is actually something that came up when I was um, I was reading your article on this, a question that I kind of had. So we know that like Republicans tend to care a lot about like fiscally balanced budgets and they've cared a lot about it for decades at this point. Right. Like, I mean, there's always like the famous like statement that a lot of Republicans have signed that says like they're going to try to balance the budget or whatever. And so, I mean, it's something that we're a lot, we're very concerned about. And as Newsom has hinted that he's got, you know, president, like 
he's thinking about a presidential race sometime in the future, possibly. Um, there's even been some ideas that he would try and make it this year, although that time is running out for that. Um, but like, is this actually something that like Democrats and young voters care enough about? Because I get the sense that a lot of young voters, unless they're like hyper Republican, don't tend to care about the budget a lot. Like we grew up, the budget was over budget every year. We've, you know, the U.S. as a country is going into debt. Many, many states are deeply in debt to the point that like we've just been insensitized or desensitized to it. Right. Like we don't really care. Um, so California like, does have a balanced budget amendment, so they have to balance okay. the budget. But progressives just want to spend infinitely, and basically they're motivated by that ideologically. Um, they just want government to do everything out in California. And so even with the current situation, there's an effort by Democrats to pass universal health care. Um, and so they just, they want more. And, you know, if that requires more taxes, so be it. They just want to increase the impact that they have on the state and just, you know, do infinite things as the government there. Right. Yeah. They seem to have a misunderstanding of like the, you know, the very basic like money in has to be more than or equal to money out. And if that doesn't happen over time, you end up in a situation where the state just kind of falls apart. I mean, at some point, California is going to have major issues, if not now, very soon into the future. I guess my question is, like, does this actually, will this actually, like, hurt Newsom politically? Or is he smooth enough and suave enough to kind of brush it under the rug? And Yeah, yeah, I do think it hurts him because it's just like, it looks irresponsible. And the number is so huge. that It's like, you were given a task, you have the richest state in the nation. And your central task, you know, creating the budget for your state is just completely overrun and a mess. And now, like, it's going to be really painful because it's one thing to not announce a big rollout of a policy and just kind of, you know, exist. But it's another thing to yank it back and have everyone mad. And so there's going to be, you know, a real reckoning there. And, you know, Newsom is trying to position himself for the presidency against other Democratic governors. Uh, and for example, Gretchen Whitmer is often talked uh, about as someone who's high up there and a major possibility of getting the Democratic nomination at some point. And Michigan has a surplus. So what is Newsom doing wrong? You know, he has all of these resources and yet $73 billion. It's yeah, just... and as somebody who lived in Michigan, it's, it's still pretty hard for me to believe that Michigan does actually have a surplus. I'm like, I'm sure it does. It's just, it's kind of funny. Maybe the reason they have a surplus though is because they won't fix the roads. That's possibly right. Gretchen says she's going to, but you know, I was, it hasn't uh, happened. I was living in Michigan, uh, right. You know, when, you know, when she was elected governor and then she began all the projects of fixing the roads and then it was just really annoying that all of the roads were being fixed and then I moved before I got to enjoy the roads. So well, the roads aren't better. I can guarantee it. I mean, like I was there less than a year ago and you can always tell when you cross over the border into Michigan because the words road they can't talk. The roads get substantially right. worse. That's funny. So you're from Ohio and I'm from Michigan, you know, I would my family when we would go visit family in Ohio or whenever we drive to Ohio, 
And I would just be like kind of sleeping in the car, not paying attention. Whenever you cross the border, you just know because yeah. it goes from being an awful road to being smooth or it's <laughs> awful. And it's just like, you just know. Yeah, no, Michigan's roads are so bad. It's like, um, they were doing so much construction this summer. I was driving around Detroit and like they had like three highways shut down and everything was rerouted. And it's just like, yeah, it's it's so bad. Um, so Gretchen does have that problem on her hands. I, you know, Michigan's roads, you know, yeah, it makes it more fun to drive on. It's if it's uh more exciting. So <laughs> you're looking out for potholes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe a little off topic on Newsom, but yeah, no, I like Whitmer is one possibility. Newsom's definitely angling. It'll be interesting to see how he manages to like cast this whole like fiscally irresponsible thing in a way that's going to make, you know, him look politically good at all. I mean, like, if there's one thing that's certain, um, I mean, especially after watching his interview or not his interview, his debate with Ron DeSantis a few months ago, like the man is a fantastic politician. He's got away with words. Um, and so it'll be interesting to see what he does with this because he's got it. He definitely has to dig himself out of quite the hole. Uh, he has to. And right now he is not reckoning with reality. I mean, he's just denied. I mean, him claiming right now that, oh, it's just a $38 billion shortfall. I mean, you are tens of billions of dollars short of what you're going to have to deal with. And to make things worse, the legislative analyst, analyst office is predicting that they're going to continue to have these deficits of at least $30 billion a year for the next two fiscal years. And so the rest of Newsom's governorship is going to be consumed by the fact that California is having a fiscal emergency after fiscal emergency. And, you know, that's going to be the rest of his time in office. So he's going to have to come up with a better strategy than denying because like it's it's not going to work. And when they came out with the $73 billion number last week, you just sent out a staffer to say, oh no, we still think it's 38 billion. It's like, that is a huge difference. And it, people with more resources are telling you, you need to face up to reality. And so we will see what happens, how Newsom deals with the crisis. It will be a lot to handle but we will see if he can uh, make the most of it. Yeah. Well, that's all we have for you guys today. Thank you for listening to the Spectator PM podcast. You can check out Ellie's article on Newsom's um, fiscal disaster uh, back at the American, or at, yeah, at the American Spectator's website. Um, the article's called The Problem for Newsom's Aspirations, California's Impending $73 Billion Fiscal Disaster. And uh, it's a great read. I really enjoyed it. Also, while you're listening to stuff from the American Spectator, make sure to check out Scott McKay's latest interview with Tucker Carlson. Um, and yeah, it's definitely worth the listen. Thank you all for listening and tune in next time. Mm -hmm.